Welcome to the Aligned Business Woman podcast, where your inner goddess activates your strategic CEO. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and service providers looking for a simple way to grow their business. Each week, I share simple, actionable steps you can use to build a profitable business that is aligned to your energy without having to cold DM strangers or follow outdated selling strategies. I'm here to help you tap into your natural talents and step into your power to show up confidently on social media and grow your business. Welcome to the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller. I'm so excited to be talking to you today about the three ways to, quote, lose a cell. And I'll dive in a little bit more about why I say, quote, unquote, lose a cell. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that the dollar 30-day trial for the Quantime Leap Experience, the 12-month group program, is going away soon. So if you're wanting to join that community for the support and the guidance on helping your business scale to the next income level, then you're going to want to join as soon as possible. We host about four monthly calls and weekly tapping sessions. So we cover both the feminine and the masculine parts of running a business. So we do the CEO power planning once a month. We do hot seat sessions every single week. We do co-working sessions. And then we also have EFT tapping sessions in the Monday morning so that we can start our week off great. And then, of course, we also have a 90-day mastery session. So you get special trainings. Like right now, we're doing the Sell Yeah Mini Mind that all quantum leapers get free access to. It is a four-week mini mind to get you really um, hit the ground running with prospecting and increasing your sales, especially for the holidays. So the link will be in the show notes if you want to join us now, and then you get free access to Sell Yeah, which starts November 10th. So let's dive into these three ways to lose a sell. I want to ask you, are you making enough sales to sustain the lifestyle you want to live? Sometimes when I talk about sales and marketing and prospecting, finding dream client, clients, people think, I'm good. I don't need any more. I don't need any more dream clients. Or like they, they think that I'm getting them, so I don't know if I need your help. And that's when I bring in the questions like, are you making enough sales to live the lifestyle that you want? Yeah, you can be making sales, but is it what you truly want? And usually one thing, one of two things happens. Someone says, no, I really want to earn more. I just hit a plateau. I'm ready to go all in and reach the next income level. And then sometimes someone is like, nope, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm good at 5K months, 10K months, whatever, right? And those people that say that they're good at that level, I find that sometimes what it really is, is that they're afraid of being disappointed should they reach for the next level. So this message is for anyone that has a little spark of hope or desire within them that, yeah, that would be really nice to be able to double my income. Even if you're not admitting to yourself because you don't want to be disappointed, this message is a good one for you. So I want you to imagine that you're driving through town to meet with potential prospects. 
Your car is the marketing and prospecting that gets you to the sales opportunity. The fuel is the energy that you show up in. And then you driving. So the belief in your ability to actually drive is your mindset. And your business plan, your business structure is your roadmap. It's telling you where to go, like how to find these people, which roads to take, all of that, right? Let's say you run out of fuel or you no longer believe you can drive, your car breaks down, or you lose your roadmap. So you're wandering around aimlessly. Chances are you're never going to get to where you want to go, or it's going to take you a long time getting there. And that destination is the sales, is closing the sale, um, increasing your sales revenue, right? Making more money. What usually interferes with our ability to get a sell can be a couple of things. And this is why I say, quote unquote, lose a sell, because I can already hear now someone saying, well, you can't lose something you never had. Thank you, Karen. I know that, right? So this is why I want to go through all aspects of like before, during, and after the sell part, you know, the sales process. So one of the things that can interfere is that you're not creating the opportunity to make the sell. So in the analogy of the car, you're not believing you can drive. So you don't even get in the car and you don't even drive. So you don't do the marketing. You don't do the prospecting. Maybe you don't feel like it's worth marketing yourself because no one's going to see your post or no one's going to view your live. You know, this is the algorithm. They don't show my post to anyone. So there's your mindset saying, well, why even try? Because I'm not going to be able to call in the people that I want, right? Or you may not want to reach out to people. You don't want to do any of the prospecting because you're like, I don't want to sound spammy or salesy. And I'm just going to be cold DMing people. And I don't want to do that because I don't like it when I get cold DMed. Now, there's a difference between cold DMing and personal outreach. And so when you can start to believe or reframe your thoughts around these different things, then you can get into the car and you can drive yourself to those sales opportunities. The second thing that holds us up is never asking for the sell. So you believe in your ability to drive, you get in the car, you're doing all the marketing things, you're meeting all the people, getting into the DMs, you know, this is like a dream client. You're like, oh my gosh, this dream client. And then you're like, uh, how do I transition into a sell? And you stay in the friend zone. So you have the roadmap or you believe in your ability to drive, but you don't have the roadmap to get to the cell. You're just kind of like, what do I do here? It's like the roadmap stops. It's like, oh, dead end. <laughs> the third thing that keeps us from getting that cell is you ask for the cell, but by the time you get there, your energy is deflated. So your pitch doesn't land well, or maybe even your pitch comes off as like, pushy, you know, again, that's like not landing well, or maybe even comes off as weak, but either way, it's just kind of an awkwardness. And either this person says yes, because they feel bad or they say no. And then you lose opportunity to come back and reopen that sales conversation. Now this can happen because of of three things, possibly more, but I want to focus on these three things is that You're projecting your fears and your insecurities onto your prospects. 
you're thinking, I'm not going to ask for the sale because they don't have the money, or I'm not going to put myself out there to ask for the sale because my people can't afford this. Let me ask you, if you really believe that, then why are you pricing it that way? Right. And then we know what people do whenever they think, okay, well, let me lower my price. And then they're just kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Right. So cleaning up the energy about like, is this really your belief or is it your people's belief? A lot of times you're going to find out that it's your own belief that you're projecting onto your clients. I've had someone say that they feel like, well, why would they want to buy this? Like, yeah, they have the money, but I don't think they're going to find the value in it. How can you sell something that you think that, you know, your people aren't going to find the value in? It just shows that maybe you don't think that there's value in that, right? So is there any projections that you're putting onto your ideal client that's keeping you from going all in and asking for the sale? or marketing or prospecting. Another thing is that sometimes you don't have any kind of intentionality behind the outreach plan, or there's no ecology around it. It's just like, let me just go all in and blurt it all out. Let me have word vomit. <laughs> you know, just like, blah, uh, and then you're like, ah, <laughs> you kind of like go back and you're like, never mind. And you, know, and you, you pull back or, you know, you just kind of like, that's it. You know, it's just some awkwardness and then just falls flat. Another reason why sometimes people don't go all in in their business, they hide from the sales, the marketing and all that, or maybe sometimes they purposely don't prepare for a sales conversation or a live or um, a pose and just kind of put something out there is because there's a secondary gain. The secondary gain is a belief that they're safer not making the sell. So they self-sabotage. It makes me think about this story I heard about this woman who had back pain and the back pain was so bad that she was bedridden. Her husband had to quit his job to take care of her and her sister came into town to help the husband take care of her whenever he had to go out and run errands or, you know, they were both taking care of this woman. She went to go see a psychologist and he used hypnosis on her, which healed her. She got back to a normal life. Her husband went back to work. Her sister went back home. In a sense, she was no longer having these people cater to her every need, right? And then a few weeks later, she comes back to the psychologist and the pain is back up again. The pain is there. And so the husband quits his job again. The sister's back helping. and. What it really was is that she felt that she was better off with the love and care from her people being there. Like she was feeling neglected that they were no longer there. And so her mind triggered back into, I have this pain and I can't take care of myself. I need other people to be there. Sometimes we experience a secondary gain in our business because we're afraid there's something that if we get through this and get to the next hurdle or we break through this, then there's something bigger, scarier that we have to face. So there is a three-step process to avoiding losing a cell. That is healing by releasing any limiting beliefs, any limiting beliefs or negative emotions that there's something scarier than you making that cell, or there's something scary about you making that cell. So <laughs> I know that sounds funny, right? So it's like, there's something scary about me actually doing it. And there's something scary about me actually having it. And then opening up more space for clarity. 
when you have so much going on, you have your plate full of all the things that you need to take care of. Sometimes you're not clear on exactly what you need to say, or sometimes you're not clear on the steps you need to take. That can cause overwhelm, that can cause confusion, and that can lead you in the wrong path. That can give you essentially the wrong roadmap. It's a different destination that you weren't trying to get to. And then you want to make sure you have a step-by-step success plan. I find that success plans are different for every single person. Everyone has their own experiences, belief systems, talents, expertise. Having something that you can customize for yourself, but yet it's a framework that is a, is a proven success framework to get you there. While you're eliminating any of these negative emotions, while you're allowing yourself to clear up your, your brain space, that's going to help you close more cells with ease, just more efficiently. And it's going to open up more conversations with the right people. There you have it. That was a quickie. Right now, the Celia Mini Mind registration is open for those that want to have some hands-on support. It is a four-week cohort where we do the work, we create the content plans, and we create the copy, the marketing message, and all that great stuff. And then we actually put the plan into place during our prospecting party hour. So there's two calls a week, a Thursday call where we do the masterminding and the group coaching. And then on Tuesdays, where we take our plan and we have those conversations. We put the posts out there. We, I like to say that we're like kind of like fishing. We get the juicy bait. We create the juicy bait on Thursdays, put it on the line on Tuesdays. We throw it out and see what we can catch. And then we tweak and revamp every single week so that we can end this year with some amazing growth. All right. That is it for today's episode. Please make sure to leave a review or share it with someone that needs to hear this message. I will see you next time on the next episode of the Aligned Businesswoman. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller, and I'm so excited to share some goodies with you. Head over to the show notes so you can grab your free gift and make sure to leave a review and join me inside the Aligned Businesswoman Facebook group. Until next week. Bye-bye, my love.